0: just want to listen to that for a little bit, Benny. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, Lorena McKenna's Mm. my muse, you know. I mean, she just, her music just sends me, yeah.
1: Sends a lot of people, not just you.
0: Yeah, it does. I think it's those ancient roots, you know. (laughs) uh, For those of you that don't know, you know, I lived in in the middle east for nine years over in saudi arabia and it was one of those weird experiences where when the plane landed i got out and felt and wanted to kiss the ground and go (laughs) i'm back sorry you know (laughs) it was like that so sometimes we just have these things happen anyway hello and welcome to the original loretta brown show radio to open the heart heal the soul and awaken the
1: consciousness
0: Benny it is always so good to see you
1: always a pleasure to have you here as well on the mighty KKNW and all of the wonderful outlets and uh, yeah it's going to be a great day if you're looking for some empowerment
0: yeah I am definitely looking for some empowerment and and uh, I'll do a little check-in and a little astrology check-in for everybody Mm -hmm. listening but I'm looking forward to my guest um, I say this all the time, so, for those of you that have hung out with me for a while, you know that I always do everything from a divine guidance, and you can call that the, the infinite creator, God, the source, goddess, I am not here to tell you what to call that, but it is definitely a vital part of, a, of my life, and years and years and years ago, I had an experience that literally changed me and put me on the path of following that guidance, so I always think that the people on the show are on some kind of divine appointment, like we agreed before this life that we would do it. So that sounds real lofty, but for me, it's warm in my heart and uh, I'm looking forward to the interview. And uh, before I really get into it, uh, uh, I am the owner of Reiki Oasis, located right here in the greater Seattle area for the last 26 years. Wipe my forehead. That's
1: veteran status right there, just to not think it's a bad thing. I it's when a I say thing. that,
0: it's, I, I want to say that I'm actually 97 years old or something, right? You know? Wow, you
1: look amazing. <laughs> Thank,
0: you. Thank you. Amazing. You
1: know? I need mean, the creamer up there. I need the creamer. I know. Right. That's, that's, that's unreal.
0: It's that, but don't look at my neck, right? You know, it's a neck that gives it away. But anyway, um, yeah, we've been doing a, a great work here at, in Seattle, and I'm I'm still in business. Uh, my office will be o- partly opening very soon. I have been doing everything through Zoom and I just, from my heart, gratitude to all of my clients. I've always had remote clients because I have clients from all over the place. But um, for those of you that have continued to support my business, it's, it's a very strong gratitude. And also gratitude to you that you have continued to do the work because these are intense times. They're important times. We are here on purpose. Did I say that? I did. Uh-oh. And so that's, that's what it's all about. You know, we're here for the good times. Uh, from uh, Reiki Oasis, I've got all kinds of good things coming up. I do a Sunday meditation with Loretta every Sunday at 11 a.m. Uh, this is by donation, meaning a donation of $0 to 22 or, you know, donate what you want. Um, the idea is that I don't want you to stay away because of finances. I want you to come join us it's really important for us to do our meditations, our prayers, and our practices, and put our good energy out there in the world, um, just to, well, it's, it's, it's like, look, it only takes one little candle to light up a whole dark room, and there's a lot of darkness out of there, out there, and so I'm just like, come back in, let's get together as a group, and, and send some little light and love out there and see what we can do, because it really does make a difference. So that's Sundays at 11 a.m., you can come and go. And if you want the meditation and you can't be there at 11, I do record it and you just let me know and I'll just send it to you. It's that easy. Um, I once a month have a women's class called Temple of the Divine Feminine. We will be meeting in July on the 18th, which is a Saturday. It is a four hour class, it's 11.30 to 3.30. So do set aside the time. Um, it sounds like a long time, but I gotta tell you, once we get in there in our in our circle as women, it goes by very fast and it's very supportive. We, we people get to talk and share and kind of get to know each other. And even though it's through Zoom, it's working very, very well. So you can sign up for everything at Com. I am taking private one-on-one sessions and do be aware that I do get booked out. And so be patient. Um, you know, you will get in when it is exactly right for you to do that. Also, a big uh, thank you to my patrons, my patrons. We are a listener-supported show. And as you know, I'm live on the air with KKNW. And also, we're live on YouTube. And and I've got years and years of archived shows. I've been on the radio for a long time. And um, I it, it, this airtime is not... Um, free And so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because when you support this work, you're actually supporting, you're actually helping to send the message out and bring these people on the show. And I, I want you to know that's actually real. So if you want to help, you can go to patreon.com slash the Loretta Brown Show. And um, you just get angel kisses from me mostly and from Divide. <laughs> You know, there's some good things on there for, for uh, donations. So thank you for that quick check in with astrology uh, before I get my guest on Uh, this past weekend, we wrapped up the third and final eclipse of the season of the cancer Capricorn cycle that we've been working on since May of 2018. It's a big, big thing. Uh, July 1st, Saturn re-entered Capricorn until the end of December Saturn, the planet of karma and Capricorn is going to destructure and restructure. It's the working sign. So we may notice themes from March and earlier in the year resurfacing for us already individually and globally. On July 11th, which is coming up in a a few days, Chiron, the, the healing, the wounded healer, when it's going to go retrograde and it will enter the underworld where it will guide us to find the strength in any healing that we've recently undergone. So it wants to strengthen us. And then also take a drink of water. Mars is in Aries and aligned with Chiron, the wounded healer. And so this is a time for us to heal the wound of our identity. And I also just want to put a little little word of of love. and softness out there. Um, Mars and Aries is going to be there all the way until January of 2021. And this is a very uh, um, volatile energy, like a fire going from zero to a thousand in a second. This is this is the time for us to really find our quiet center and to just pull away from the swirl, get into that quiet, quiet center. And I know our guest today is really going to help us um, focus this in a little bit so that we can just really be in the right place that we need to be for the rest of the year. During July, because we've reached this culmination point, we may be feeling some sort of integration of things that are going on. So we might have an impetus or an energy inside us that we wanna get some things done now, we wanna move forward. And so um, we will be moving forward, but I wanna tell you, it's gonna be feel a little bit like slugging through mud and hopefully um, it will be easy mud not too thick. And of course, there is always help for us. So remember that we've been through all this before, we're doing it again. We came and we're here on purpose and we are the ones we've been waiting for. It is the power is within us. So I can think of no better segue for my wonderful guest today, Kim Stanwood Terranova. She is a new thought leader, a spiritual counselor and author of The Technology of Intention activating the power of the universe within you and i'm going to show you the front of her book right now because i had to get the book that's just all there is to it look at that lovely angelic presence there looks like kim Woohoo! i love it it's really pretty there's the back in case you want to see look how beautiful she is on the back anyway um kim is committed to guiding people in fulfilling their greatest destiny i'm ready for that And for over 25 years, she has immersed herself in the study and practice of universal spiritual truth. She has a degree in spiritual studies. She is a licensed practitioner of truth through the Agape International Spiritual Center. She's a lead facilitator at the Rhythmia Life Advancement Center in Costa Rica, the spiritual director of the Summit Treatment Center in Malibu, California a course creator and teacher of the spiritual liberation and action class for the esteemed Agape University, and she's worked with world-renowned spiritual teachers, too, including Dr. Reverend Michael Bernard Beckwith and His Holiness the Dalai Lama, Rhonda Britton, Terry Cole Whitaker, and ah, Loretta Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we have lifted. Oh, I
2: feel it. <laughs> I Welcome welcome to the show kim thank i'm so excited you. to have you thank you i could sit and just listen to you it's <laughs> so good Everything you already like, yes we're here on purpose and i'm so mm-hmm. honored to be with you thank you for having me on your show I'm yeah
0: joy it's, it. it's really really fun so um your book the technology of intention i just want to share with the listeners that kim says her intention i took this off your website is to empower you to remember who you are Mm -hmm. a powerful creative being yes wow i just have to sit with that because that's such a beautiful intention
2: oh thank you so
0: this remembering who we are Mm -hmm. that's not so easy is it
2: it's not so easy at times and it's vitally important Mm-hmm. And, it's, and I think it's not so easy till it is easy. You know, it's, there's always a, a moment. It's, it's like our practice. Our practice is, we have to keep practicing till all of a sudden our life is our practice. It's not so easy to remember who we are till all of a sudden over experience. I don't even want to say time because it can happen in a moment and it can happen in years that we remember. It's not seeking who we are. It's remembering that we knew before we got here. You know, we knew before we got here because we made the agreement to get here. And we all, as you said so beautifully, made the agreement to get here right now at this time in human history. And you and I have had this agreement to be right here for this divine appointment as everyone that's on this path with us. But we forgot, and then we're in a society that can, at times, and this is not meant in any good or bad, just be um, in the field of forgetfulness and it's necessary for us to make a conscious intention to stay awake, to remember what we may have forgotten. But it's still there. It's like it's in our DNA. So it's that's that inner search that I love that you spoke of about your meditation is when we're in that inner quiet zone, the remembering gets activated.
0: Um, I love what you said. I have a, for my my business, which I always say Reiki is my cover, right? you get... <laughs> Because we I go deep that. in there, right? We—that's yeah. just a, a little teaser to get in, right? But my tag nine is renew, refresh, and remember, Re- yes. re-member. Like put yourself back together, right? And remember who you are and why you're here on the planet at this time. You know, because I truly believe we need everybody's light. We Absolutely. we need you right now. We do. Yeah.
2: And we need our lights to be full volume. You know, like to really shine, to not be a light that's hiding in the back thinking, oh, it's not safe for me to shine for all of us. There's room for everyone on this planet to shine brilliantly without outshining. There's just room for all of us to be honored simultaneously. Because then when we look at each other and are basking in the light of another, everything gets brighter and there isn't room for the darkness anymore. It's like you said, one candle illuminates the whole world.
0: I love what you said so much. Almost makes me cry Um, Mm -hmm. uh, because it's so deep in my, in my own heart. It's like, we can all be stars. Absolutely. You know, and I don't have to be envious or jealous of your radiance, Kim, or, or, or hold myself back. And I think that the lives that we have gone through, like many of my, Light workers that are here have gone through the roughest lives and and they've had to really go through it and come through it and overcome it in order to get to the other side um you know we can only take people to where we've gone Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm letting everyone know, you know, I read the books that people, <laughs> when I interview people, I actually read their books, who knew,
2: <laughs> right? You <Right. laughs> were so happy, you were noticing the front and the back, guess what I was noticing? The, all the little oh, points Oh, my little of <laughs> oh, I was so happy, I was like, oh my gosh, she really <laughs> like noted certain things. Thank I me. did. That's what I was noticing, thank you. I did,
0: and I'm just going to say this, because I, I believe confession and truthfulness is, the, is good for the soul. You know, I work a lot with, with intention, attention, energy, this kind of a thing. And when I read your title, I went, hmm, the technology of intention. And only for my own self. It's a personal thing. And as I read it, it just jumped out at me. And and like I say, it really did speak to my heart. So thank you for that.
2: Well, now you thank make you it so much. That's fu- yeah. That fulfilled intention to me. That when spirit told me years ago, this is to come through you was meant for this moment for you to say that that oh that it filled your heart when it's something you work with and all of a sudden to still have another piece of remembrance Mm -hmm. then that's fulfilled intention for me
0: it's always good i i remind people all the time you know it does not matter who you are you should always go to other people and do work with them because um honestly i get tired of of what I say all the time and what I'm thinking all the time you probably do too like every once in a while you just need a freshness and I could also um I'm just putting a big plug for the book because I really liked it um it it uh, there's an energy in it there's a a, an essence to it so as you're reading the book I could feel because I ripple you know I'm I'm one of those sensitive channeling girls and I start (laughs) to ripple when the truth like right now talking to you um uh, that starts to happen. And that to me is, is the, um, it's the, the testimony of the truth, right? Oh, it's like, this Thank is, you. this is truth. And this is a much needed message. So instead of me just rattling on and on, I want to talk about you a little bit because um, I'm sure that my listeners don't know you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you're not from the greater Seattle area. We're, <laughs> we're <laughs> Northwest. Good we're Northwest polite up here, you know, we're like polite, but then we're like, "Hmm, who are you? Right. (laughs) So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and really what inspired you to write this book? Because I mean, you've been doing this work for 25 years. You've been in it. Mm -hmm. So,
2: yeah, Um, it's such a great question and a big question of what inspired me because I think, I think the inspiration came when I began to remember who I was years ago, that there was pearls that were being dropped in all of us. I feel like there's always, there's always insights being dropped. It's, are we catching them, you know, and somewhere along the line there, I caught that this was to come through me. It's not of me just to come through me and in my life experience, to start to see where intention was the leading light of moving me through challenges, as well as in just creating joys, is that when I started to see, oh, as I'm activating this practice, this certain practice, I'm activating a power within the universe that is bigger than me, that is moving through me, that is absolutely wanting to create through me, so I had direct access to the power within all of us. And when I realized that it was like, if I have direct access, we all have direct access. And then it was, I started to work with clients who then they started to activate the power within them through the power of intention. And there was moments when my children were little that, um, I could be on the little playground of their preschool and a teacher would come up to me because it was really starting to bubble loud. And they'd say, they'd have their pen and paper and they'd say, so I need an intention for this. What is it? And and they would try to make it like nobody would see them. Like they were watching the children, but they go, tell me an intention for this in my life. And I would close my eyes and listen to spirit, download an intention and say, blah, 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 blah. And they'd write very fast. And I thought, this isn't just me that this happens to. I want others to know that they ask themselves that like it doesn't require me to be in the room it's within you so when I thought if someone else could have those tools the steps that I was activating then they were using the intention so then it got around the globe not just in one location so that inspiration really pulled me that was spirit saying let's let's go bigger in delivering what comes through you so that everyone knows it comes through them. You know, and that was what pulled me to be clear of, okay, let me look at how, what's that, what's, what's the steps. And when I started to do that, it just started to flow. And really, Loretta, once I surrendered to it and said, I'm willing to spirit, spirit downloaded the book. Then it was close my eyes and (laughs) (laughs) that willing part. (laughs) <laughs> willingness is the key if I have not said that thousands, and millions of times and that's such a brilliant that word is brilliant and you know because you've read the book, words to me are they hold the vibration. And if someone says to me, Kim, I, I don't I don't know how to do this. First I asked them to remove how. but I said, can you have an intention to be willing? My intention is to be w- willingness is the bridge. That allows the gate to open because if someone just says, my intention is to accept divine partnership and their head is saying, well, I don't know how that's going to happen. And I'm living in this situation and we can't meet people, then their head's going to argue with the intention. So if I said, you don't want to know how you're going to kick that out, thats spirit's job, but the bridge is to be willing. My intention is to be willing to open my heart, to cultivate a divine partnership. Right then they open the door for spirits light to come rushing in and fulfill the how. So the willingness is a huge word for, for all of us to know I'm willing. I'm I'm thinking about
0: something you're saying too here. And I want to make a kind of pull the point out for, yes. uh, for people so that we can address it a little more. Um, you know i i talk all the time to people about okay energy flows where attention goes and that that attention is either conscious or unconscious right absolutely but when you bring in intention yes right
2: yes yeah
0: um i want to i want you to talk more about what is intention and then also this power of words because you know, people say to me all the time, well, Loretta, don't they know what I want? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I always love that one. Doesn't God know what I want? What's with my guides and angels? I mean, I'm over here in this terrible place. What's going
2: on, right? Yes. And, and, and and it could be an interesting, yes, but do you know what you want? Because what are you preparing (laughs) to create, right? Because in, in that moment, it's like, If I am clear what I want, of course, spirit's always responding with a yes, so that's my opportunity to get get clear. Clarity is so much power. So I want to go back to what you just asked. So intention is the energetic force that is being, we're propelling out into the universal field with clarity of what we desire. So it's as if we're placing it on the altar of consciousness. We're clear in our desire. So it's this energetic force this statement this through line of desire and in that it's not based in it has to be a certain outcome intentions are vibration they are a, a clear powerful energetic vibration that are always in the positive present moment and based in the quality the feeling tone of a life you could hear that when i made the reference to relationship i didn't say My intention is to call forth a partner who looks like this, is this age, and this is where I find this person. No, it wasn't that. It was divine partnership filled with love and connection, and the qualities are what people really desire. So when we get clear consciously of our intention, and then the attention is following the intention, we just create a powerful vortex for something to be birthed that we couldn't see how it could be birthed, which is great. We don't need to see how. But our intention keeps us conscious, because as you said, we're always creating, either unconsciously or consciously. So intention brings it to a conscious creation. And in that, the attention that goes to it, because our actions, sorry, I start to talk fast because I get excited. Our our actions follow, sorry, I'm a fire sign. So, you know, it's like, oh, I got Me too. too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> or uh, actions follow the intention. When people say, well, what are the steps I'm going to take? I said, once you, if someone, I love when people say this, Kim, what am I going to do? What am I going to say in that conversation? And I said, well, I'm going to back you up and say, what's your intention in that conversation? It's not about what you're going to say. It's about what's your intention. Because if you claim your intention first, what you say is a secondary, beautiful occurrence that happens naturally. So if someone says, say they're going into a meeting and they're nervous and it's a job interview or something, I'd say, what do you want to feel? And if they said, powerful, clear, communicative, I want to deliver my gifts, then that's our intention. My intention is to connect with this individual, deliver my gifts with ease and effortlessness, be able to flow through the conversation with strength. If that's one's intention, I go, now, when you're having the conversation with the individual, the actions, you're going to, whatever you're going to say are going to come from that.
0: I, I'm I'm thinking how spot on that is and how important. Uh, a lot of people, like you say, um, do you know what you want? And I'm thinking about like here here's a bad here's a bad intention. I just need to get through it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just want to be on the other side of it, right? Is right. trying to help people show
2: up, right? And, and here's the beautiful part: when we know that, Loretta, we get to remember someone will say to me. Oh my gosh, but I do just want to get through it. And I'll say, so can you have compassion with yourself? Because that's understandable. If, if the, Of course you want to get through it. And if we first have compassion to, wow, that's really what I'm feeling. I just want to get through it. But then we lean into, okay, I just got acceptance for myself instead of judgment. Now in the getting through it, what do I want to feel? I want to feel loved or strong or clear It's the questions we ask one another. So then back to the words. Can I talk about words now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because then when we use the power of words, we can ask ourselves gently, what is it I want to experience in this interaction? I know I want to get through it, but what do I want to experience in it? And in that, we have to listen. I just get so excited so because they're all the tools. It's like ask the question. Then we have to cultivate deep listening to listen. And when the listening is, I want to be clear, loved, communicate. Whatever the words are, okay. So that's my intention. Besides just getting through it, so now I can have the power to activate. The attention is aimed at not just getting through it, but feeling calm, clear, communicative, strong, brilliant, whatever it is. Because we asked ourselves the question. And when I say to people, you know, I I, I say this a lot, but it it, it rings true. I asked my children every day of their lives, getting out of the car to go to school since the first time they ever got out of the car to go to school. So you can imagine how little they were. What is your intention today? Ask them every single day, because my intention was to activate within them, their creative attention to, Oh, I have the power to create my day so that they didn't just walk into school just in, not, not with a clear vision of what they desired that the circumstances, whether it was a friend, a teacher that wasn't maybe as comfortable as they desired, that the circumstances did not determine the quality of their lives. That's a really important sentence to me, that the circumstances of what's happening does not determine the quality of our lives. We pay attention to the circumstances, but it doesn't determine who we are. We determine that.
0: Yeah. I I love everything you say. We're going to take a a station break Mm -hmm. and and come back. But I want to say something before the break. Everything you're saying to me is pointing to a couple of things. Number one, our active participation in our life and our our co-creative abilities. The power does lie within us and that we're not victims. Correct. We're not victims. So on that, that, we're going to take a little station break. And my guest today is the amazing Kim Stanwood-Terranova the technology of intention, um, activating the power of the universe within you, go get it right now, just get on there, get on Amazon or someplace, order it up. Okay, we'll take a station break, we'll be right back. This is Loretta Brown.
1: Energy is powerful. It's all around us, mysterious, full of potential. Directing positive healing energy to raise your vibrational rate through Reiki can change your life. Reiki master Loretta Brown has relieved stress sadness, anger, and even helped clients lose weight, stop smoking, and end sleep disorders. Worldwide, people have sought out Reiki Oasis. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today.
2: What is hope? Hope to me was just that he would get to come home. I had no idea how hard it would be once he got back.
1: I wish she'd stop drinking so
2: much. She thinks it's helping, but
1: It's not. I act like I don't care if he comes to my games, but I hope he does. I hoped he'd get help. He told me to stop asking. I didn't. Then one day, he asked for a ride.
2: Hope is knowing there are other families just like yours, that the veterans they love got help and recovered. Go to maketheconnection.net and turn hope into action.
1: Have something important to say? Want to help improve our world? Need to promote your business uniquely and effectively? KKNW
2: is the answer. Our staff helps broadcasters and podcasters create professional sounding
0: audio. Bring your talent and let our experts help you craft a radio show or podcast that best delivers your message. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. Alternative Talk 1150, here to
1: uplift your day.
2: He will
0: be so happy. Oh, with that oh. Benny, that's the best song ever. And I believe in many, many dance breaks. Many through the day, all the time. Agreed,
1: agreed. <laughs> yeah. For for those who don't know who that was, that was Michael Bernard Beckwith. And that was from his album, Transcend Dance. And it was, it's still on my playlist. That's for sure.
0: Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much. Uh, welcome back to the original Loretta Brown Show. I'm Loretta Brown, the owner of Reiki Oasis here in Seattle. And you can find out more about me at ReikiOasis.com, of course, and KKNW, right? The, ar- the shows are archived forever and ever. You can download them or on Podcast One and iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and probably other places too. Anyway, my guest today, Kim Stanwood Terranova. I love your name so much. <laughs> Nova. It's isn't like New great? Earth or something, yeah, or something, right?
2: Earth? Yes.
0: New Earth. Yes. Well, that's kind of appropriate, isn't it?
2: Isn't it's just yeah. all so darn interesting. It's
0: just crazy. So just before the break, we were talking about that we're not victims. Mm-hmm. And um, our intentions, and and please, you know, jump in at some point. I'll, I'll, I'll get to a, a, an actual question, but um the point being that when we consciously say wait a minute what do i want in this situation and then the words Mm -hmm. carefully knowing what to say how much to say because people come to me all the time and they they bring this intention and it's this you know dissertation that's this long with all of these details you know and I, my guy I start to cross. So, can you talk a bit about that? How do we come up with that? And you said a word earlier, clarity. How, yes. how do we get clarity?
2: Practice. <laughs> Our clarity comes from practice. <laughs> you know, we're we're little. We can be bumpy, and and I find it interesting that if we look at individuals in the world, that especially athletes. You know, it's, it's just such a great, easy form of reference. That, professional athletes don't think twice about practice you just do it and in that practice they know they get stronger and they're stronger and clearer and clearer we as spiritually beings get to remember that our practice is is our life and it takes um that one question i asked my children was a practice that took seconds so it's not that we have to practice for hours. It's the depth of being in a practice so we can gain clarity. Because with every question and quietness, we get another answer. With every intention, we are placing it on the altar of consciousness. We, get, we receive another manifestation. And every time that occurs and we recognize it, we get more clarity of, oh, that just occurred because I'm in the field of creation. And then we must celebrate it. That's why if you notice the last chapter about celebration, we, yes. have, we have to give it attention to celebrate. Oh, spirit, thank you. I saw that. Because very often I'll have clients that come and sit and they'll say, well, this is going on. This is going on. And I used to do the same thing. This is going on. This is going on. Oh, yeah, that, that success happened. And then they'll go back into the issue and I'll say, wait, 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 back up here. You just said that something occurred that we've been intending that for months. Can we go and celebrate that? And the celebration of, oh, this is fulfilled intention, like where we started today. This is a fulfilled intention moment. I want to celebrate it so I'm being grateful to spirit that I see that I've been heard and that my intentions are fulfilled. Again, that brings us more clarity because then we see that access point is, is being activated. We're recognizing it. And it's important to recognize it and celebrate it. So then we know, oh, I can, and I get to keep activating this and keep activating this.
0: I think sometimes, you know, because you've got a great list of things that could be part of a practice, such as mm-hmm. prayer, meditation, or, or like you say, simply asking this question every morning, I think is great. Mm-hmm. And um, I quite often do a little thing where in the morning I set, you know, the tone for the day is what I've called <laughs> it. It is the intention. And at the end of the day, I pause for just a moment, and I always breathe in and out of my heart. I'm a heart girl, um, and and I take a moment and just kind of scan the day and let something stick out. What happened today? And sometimes it will be the smallest things. Oh. Um, it it can be, oh, there was that moment where I had that aha, or uh, like the other day, I, I walked across to my my son's place and. And came back and looked down and there is an orange and black feather just laying there going, hello, you know, and these little things, you you get what I'm saying.
2: Oh, absolutely. When our attention is aware of those things that are little, those are those moments in life that change us more than a huge situation. You know, when we can really be in the moment to notice the feather, to be in the moment to notice, I noticed like when sometimes on my gratitude list is the tenderness of my dog's ears. I look down because they're with me. <laughs> they're with me always. Is like the soft, to, you know, oh, I'm so grateful for the softness of kissing this one's ears today or uh, the phone call from my child today. Any, it's the, we're really wanting sp- tender moments. We want more tender moments, and we name them sometimes by accomplishments. See, he's coming over to let me touch his ear right now. He's like, I heard you. you know. <laughs> so it's, the, it's the tender moments that we all seek. And when we seek them even more, then the tender moments get amplified to all moments being tender.
0: Yes. Yes. That's exactly right. It, it opens some sort of consciousness or, or connection to it. Yes. Yes. Um, can you talk about what is the difference between an intention and a goal?
2: Absolutely. Because I love this conversation is that I love goals. I appreciate goals very much. And the difference is this goals are this aim that we're putting out, but we always are aiming for a specific Um, not a circumstance. What's the word I'm looking for? Condition at the end. We're aiming for, I want this to occur. Either I'm going to lose this many pounds or I'm going to get a job by this date. It's very much related to an end result that we see not open-ended. It's like, and, and when we do that, we usually know when I say we humans know I could accomplish this, but it might be hard or I've seen somebody else accomplish it. So I'm going to ride that wave. But we have it's very subtle limitation because it's just based on what we see and know, all right? Yeah, I, I'm.
0: I, I want you to finish, but I'm. I'm. I'm thinking that. Okay, so if I'm setting my intention or my goal, which you're going to keep clarifying, I end up with either an expectation or an attachment to the outcome. Yes, and absolutely. Well. And, and does that limit or confine yes. or, yeah, I'll, I'll let it you talk. Can yeah
2: Confine spirit's vision. That's what, because, and so here's, we understand we can see that. So we're aiming for it now an intention. We can still have an aim because someone says, but Kim, I do want that. And I say, I understand. And we could aim for that. But when we aim for it, in quality-based, not just end results. So if I say to someone, someone says to me, I want to lose 20 pounds. And I say, tell me how you're going to feel. Free and light and, and loving in my body and knowing that I'm strong and clear, great. Our intention is to release anything that no longer serves you, to release the weight, to know that you stand in freedom and lightness and brilliant in your clothes and expression of your body temple. And as you put that out into the universe and let go of the how, your intention, then our intentions are spirit infused. Goals are very much by the mind. I know I could do this. Intentions, I'm still aiming for this, but we are let go, allows spirit to take it to a whole nother level that we could not have seen. So it's always bigger and better. And for lack of, I'm just using those words as clear for clarifying words than our mind could have seen spirit has a much bigger vision for us spirit has (laughs) like don't limit what it is it's like blow it out of the water to my intention is to call this forth a body temple that i love and honor and cherish at the perfect weight for me that i feel free and fly you know in the angelic realm because i'm just knowing that my body is here as the instrument that i'm using right now Right? Wouldn't that be a great intention instead of saying my goal is to lose 20 pounds in the next month versus what I just said. Yeah, I'm just, um, I love so
0: much what you said. Spirit has a greater plan for our life. What? What?
2: <laughs> but- Spirit's plan is so much bigger, so much bigger. And when we allow that vision to peek at it, to be like, oh, I never knew it could be this good. I mean, i have this funny moment that i love to remember and i was teaching in costa rica and reverend michael was teaching too he had he was a speaker one week and i assisted him and i was the speaker the backup week and so we rode our bikes out to the beach he was swimming this way i go swimming that way and all of a sudden he screams kimberly and when he does that i think oh I've got to do something right now. And I said, yes. And he said, he goes, just imagine it gets better than this. And in my head, Loretta, I went, this is good. Why am I looking at, and it it was a teaching moment because I took a breath and went, oh, he's teaching me something right now that it is so good right now, standing in the ocean, looking out at the sea and spirit has even more. Yeah. And when I caught that, it was just, I took it in and I walked down the beach alone thought, thank you. Thank you, spirit, for teaching me. I could stand in appreciation for this and simultaneously know spirit even has a bigger vision than this.
0: Yeah. What Always. a beautiful, beautiful message. Right? Yeah. Very, what if it cool. could just get better? What if it could Always. get better? And I all. I also know, and you know this too, and you, you talk to this in, in, in your book, um, we limit ourselves. You know, Mm -hmm. we often are the ones who say no to Mm ourselves, and, and maybe because we don't have the clarity or the courage or, or whatever is required to really set that intention and be, as you say, willing, yes, you know, to receive or to be guided or directed. Um, when we're setting this intention and this goal, um, what happens, what's your, what can you say to people who, you know, because I I have a lot of people and they'll say, Loretta, I was real clear with my intention. I want, I want to go over here and no matter what, it's just not going there. Mm -hmm. And is, is that because they're falling more into a goal than, as you say, the intention? I I do want you to talk about that because the other part of that is people ask me all the time about, well, what about my destiny or my karma, or is that, you know. Is that the reason I can't get over there? Can you talk about that for a little bit?
2: Absolutely, and 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 of course I'd ask them show me their intention what over there was to see if there's any languaging in that intention that was limiting them. So we'd first look at that, like what is that intention? Let's look at that, right? The key to intentions, one of the many keys, is we always let go. It's like affirmative prayer. We don't hold on to it. There's a let go and. I truly believe that our surrender, our let go is the power of a spiritual warrior that we must always be in let go because as we're in let go, we aim and let go, aim and let go. And our let go allows spirit to take it to the next expansion. So often when we are pointing, like, I want to go here, I want to go here. If our here is based in, I would say to them, what are the qualities of the here? Tell me the qualities that you're aiming for. And when they would aim at the qualities, I'd say, so could you then say here or something more that I haven't discovered yet? Like open up the end of the intention, because what if this is quadrupled over here, but you never saw it? Yeah. So that when we, and so if I say to someone, so open up the end of the intention. So it's this or something even more that has not been revealed to me yet, or that is coming to me that's our spirit's vision. So we could intend this. My intention is this or something even wider that fulfills this vision of mine.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Years ago. Go ahead. What were you going to say?
0: No, I I, uh, uh, I, was just thinking to myself that I, I have had this experience where I have set an intention. And it, as I'm going toward that, I, I'm suddenly over here. Mm-hmm. Or getting there suddenly took me to a different place. And that that to me is that greater wisdom that there's something guiding my life. And like you say, there's something greater for me that I could not possibly have have thought of.
2: And that means quality that must be cultivated is trust. Mm -hmm. Like when we look at, so what must be cultivated right now for me to follow when you follow that inner guidance is to stay in pause for a minute because pause is a powerful practice and be willing to, to ask again, is this in alignment with my intention? And if, if it is, but I don't understand the result yet, but I'm listening and cultivating trust and spirit's guiding me this way. I'm gonna go this way for this moment. I'm still in intention every step of the way. My intention is da da whatever it is. And I'm willing to be guided as I surrender. So whenever we seem to be blocked, I'll ask people to one, let go, like state the intention and open to receive it in, in spirit's vision. I'll also ask them to come back to a core intention for clarity, to really stand in. My intention is to call forth divine clarity on the steps next to take. And when we call forth clarity, I will always say this to people, please always add courage to it because clarity <laughs> comes, clarity will come and we must have the courage to take the steps. Very often clarity comes and people we can look at it and go, Oh, no, I can't. I'm not going to do that. That's too scary. So clarity can be a message from spirit that is a lightning bolt of this is the direction you're to go. We must have the courage and have cultivated the faith to know, wow, I'm going that way right now. Okay. Okay. Let me courageously rise up and now have my intention is to stand in courage as I boldly move and follow through in the clarity I've been given. Do you hear all these intentions?
0: I do. I do. I do. I do. Um, you know you have been in I I mean called the fire of life Mm -hmm. you write in your book about a five-year period of time Mm -hmm. and also you talk about rising from the rubble and you are in in my opinion a living embodiment of your teachings about intention but can you talk a little bit about your own life and how this has the power of this intention the power within you has helped you
2: Absolutely. Um, and I, I made reference to those to a chunk of my life in the book for that purpose is that, that these principles have been used and well used in the midst of the fire, you know, so whether the way as you're pointing to um and, before, and can you tell the listeners what fire that was yes i was just gonna say so before the fire even hits there's lots of things that were occurring that i'll come back to but a year and a half ago um is when the southern california fires came roaring through when one afternoon when i walked out I, my clients always were here at my property where i had a retreat center and an office And I opened the door, and as soon as I did, I was like, ooh, I smell it. Because when you live in the mountains of Malibu, you get used to, you know, when the warning signs are. So that by 3 in the afternoon, I got the whiff that a fire was near, and it was far away within, wow, 3 in the afternoon. So 12 hours later is when we got the call of, you better go now. And wow. it was in the middle of the night and the fire was so far away that truly when we went to bed at midnight and another answered prayer, I was home alone with my dogs. My daughter was not here and she suddenly came home at 10 at night and with her boyfriend who had a big car. Cause I didn't have a big car to take anything and said, um, mom, the fire's near and I, it's far enough away, honey. I said, we will go to sleep. We'll check in the morning. And, um, her phone alarm went off at 2 30 in the morning with the alert to get out. My phone never did. I find that very interesting that Lila wasn't supposed to be home. I would have not known and would have slept because my phone alarm never went off. So when she woke me up and said, mom, my phone's blowing up and we the fires down the hill. And I went really, and looked and had a short time to pack up the car and get out by the next within hours. I did not know, but everything was, Taken Within hours after that, wow. my home, the retreat, it everywhere that I could look right now. And there's miles of mountains was charred when I got back. There was not one tree left anywhere from these beautiful mountain range. So moving through that after years of some pretty intense challenges, um, all of a sudden in one night, everything was gone and everything, both of my children and I had ever known in life of physical you know, of memories, of clothes, of anything was gone. So in the recovery of that, you can imagine these tools were activated on every level. So I want to make sure it's really clear. It didn't, it wasn't like the fire came and all of a sudden I was okay. That's not the point. It was the fire came, took everything, but in the midst of being on my knees and sobbing of when hearing the news, like it's gone, it's all gone. And I remember saying to um, a very dear friend, again, what a blessing that a friend saw it on the news. I didn't. And he called. So I didn't see it caught the news because they took an air picture of my property because I have this massive heart right outside. And then channel five noticed this beating heart in the middle of this charred land. And that's what a family member saw. And when he called and said, it's all gone. And I went, oh my gosh, what do you mean it's all gone? And he said, do you need to see the picture? And when he sent me the picture and I'm looking at my phone thinking, that was my home. It was devastating beyond belief. So yes, I fell to my knees and was, you know, for quite some time of trying to peace. Okay, God, assist me now. What's the path? But when I could ask through the tears, I had a full tool bag. And that's what I really want everyone to know is that we all have the opportunity to fill up this tool bag with all of our tools, for the not just for the purpose, but to be activated at those moments that the challenges hit hard, is that when we have a practice we've been living, and I've been living one for years, I was able to know to go to prayer. I was able to know to who can I call to pray for me, I was able to know what is my intention now? What is my intention now? Mm-hmm. And when I asked spirit that, cause I thought my, <laughs> part of me was my intention is I need clothes. I need, <laughs> where do we go? You know, is that that isn't what I heard. Spirit did not say your intentions for clothes. That was my human goal, right? When I asked spirit, what is my intention now? What I heard was flexibility. You need a lot of flexibility. Now, that was mind-boggling. thought,, I need a home. What do you mean I need flexibility? And but the beauty is, I took that on because I had cultivated a relationship with spirit for years, so I believed it. Didn't know why. Why do I need flexibility? But that intention, I trusted, and I went, okay, so my intention is to stand in flexibility and fluidity. Loretta, if I did not have that intention, wow. I would not have been able to move six times in a year. Not know where I'm going, Finish a book in that time, <laughs> Get it published, and was traveling back and forth to Costa Rica, thought, if I did not have flexibility, I would have gotten stuck in the the energetic field of how do we do this. Yeah. So it's the tools come in when life is great. We stand in gratitude and joy and celebration, and when we're on our knees we have something to hold on to. It's our life raft. These tools that I activate here were my life raft and still are as I'm figuring it all out.
0: I uh, So thank you for your story. And my goodness, um, it's powerful because it's right at the living level of our life right now. And I actually wrote that down, flexibility and fluidity, which I think everybody could use right now. Yes. So... Wow. Um, and I can't think of a more powerful time for you. I really mean this to be on this show and giving this message to all of the listeners, because I know all of you are going through all kinds of massive changes. We are in a time of change. And I was reminded the other day that the challenge in your path is your path. Yes. <laughs> That's your path. So yes. we, we've got like one minute and um, <laughs> left, which that went by in about two seconds. It did. Uh, yeah. Kim, if you have any last word, where can people
2: find your book? Where do they find mm, you? And we'll just you. wrap it up. Thank you. Um, you go to Amazon and order the book. I'd be honored. And you can go to my website, kimstanwithterranova.com to find me. Sign up on my newsletter list, and it'll give you all the information. Follow me on social media. And I'm so honored to be here it
0: was really really fun a blessing i am going to go set my new intention for all that is and i just wish you the very best from my heart to yours um
2: beautiful soul Thank sister you. yeah i can't wait to be up there and see you in person sometime soon. i know
0: that will be really really fun and uh, for all of you listening do take it easy make sure you've got a lot of water Uh, Mars and Aries until January 2021 means uh, the healing of the wound of our our identity. Remember to be kind. Just, just, I, I like what Kim said, the pause. Just pause a moment, gain clarity, and be responsive and not reactive. Anyway, blessings to you all. Kim, Stanwood, Terra Nova, thank you so much. And everybody out there, have a great, great week. We'll talk to you next time.